Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No Facebook. No Twitter. No smartphones. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. It's the Walking Dead TV podcast. We have a special edition here tonight. We're uh, we have the New York Comic Con 2012 Walking Dead panel for you. This is John. I have with me this evening Jim and Jordan. What's up, fellas? Not much. Hey, everybody! Almost happy premiere. Yeah, we are currently one day as we record this. We are one day from the premiere. Uh, the Walking Dead panel just happened today at New York Comic Con. Uh, I must say that New York Comic Con was loaded with Walking Dead stuff, as it always is. As we, we kind of mentioned in the past, that it's sort of Walking Dead Central, being that uh, it always lands days before the premiere of each season. This year, AMC and New York Comic Con were, were cool enough to make the panel available to everybody. And... Uh, you know, we're running this tonight in case you might have missed that. I know there were a lot of people that weren't able to get to the computer probably and, and, and catch that panel. And, Jim, you actually watched it live, didn't you? That's true. And um, before we uh, get into the actual meat of the panel, I just want a couple caveats on the, the audio from the panel. First of all, uh, we are at the mercy of the people mixing the mic in the hall as the panel took place. So um, the audio isn't as uniform and as wonderful as we would like, but it's definitely listenable. Um, there's also about a minute and a half that's missing uh, near the end uh, during the question and the answer session. It's just an audio glitch that we could not uh, unavoidably uh, fix. But other than that, uh, it's a very uh, it's a very interesting panel. Um, the the people on the panel in uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, Gail Ann Hurd, uh, Andrew Lincoln, um, Chandler Riggs, um, um, Norman Reedus. Um, the David Morrissey is playing the governor, uh, Michael Rooker, who of course plays Merle Dixon, and Denai, and I really don't want to butcher her last name. Do you guys know the proper pronunciation? It's either Guerra or Guria. Okay, Denai Guria, who plays uh, Michonne. And uh, they, the, the fans were pumped and excited to see their, their, um, the cast. I mean, as, we, as John said, Walking Dead mania definitely always is around New York Comic Con. This year, even the passes at New York Comic Con uh, had art on them uh, from the Walking Dead comic. So um, it's pretty much at a fever pitch. But they, um, they started the panel off by showing the first three minutes of tomorrow's um, premiere, of season three's premiere, and it was uh, it was pretty intense. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything, 
but uh, it was a cool treat to the fans, and uh, it was it was a nice way to start out the panel. Just to kind of uh, this you know this three minute piece really does set the tone for what they're aiming for in season three for what they said in the panel. Uh, there are a lot of references to um, Glenn Mazar as you know the showrunner now and trying to keep the the momentum going and the the action amped up as it were. Uh, something we you know definitely noticed in our commentaries and our our, our podcast as well. Um, there are a lot of uh, questions and quips for uh, for Chandler, young Chandler Riggs. He was uh, uh, pretty popular among the group. I always forget that Andrew Lincoln has an accent. He's not you know he's not Southern American. He's all, is he Australian or, or English, guys? I, I'm not he sure. He is a British individual. I always forget that until I see him interviewed, and I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, but they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of uh, questions and answers from the crowd. Uh, they definitely emphasized the fact that the the Walking Dead comics and the Walking Dead TV universe are two different things. Um, they even made hints to the you know the approach that they're taking to the character of the governor as being you know slightly different than the approach they took in the book. But David Morsey in the panel says that he read the Rise of the Governor novel and kind of took that to heart as like what he built his you know his version of the character around um there's uh, some great stuff uh, between uh, deny and and norman reedus uh really funny um you can tell the cast is very comfortable with one another. They must spend a lot of time together. But uh, the panel, I thought, was really it was really interesting and entertaining. And if I wasn't already so psyched for season three, I would be even more so now. Awesome. So this is a kind of a great kickoff to season three. the The plan is uh, that you're hearing this before our episode for uh, the Walking Dead season three premiere. So uh, hopefully this gets you good and psyched, and we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, have a good one, everybody. Welcome to the Walking Dead panel at New York Comic Con. Uh, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Down in front, down in front. Um, this is going to be an amazing panel. Uh, we're going to show you some stuff. Uh, there's going to be cast uh, producers coming up. As you know, Walking Dead premieres tomorrow. Um, Please don't take video of any footage you see. I have said this numerous times today. There are people in suits on the side that will murder you before you can unrecord what you have taken record of. So please don't do that. This is just for you guys and not, uh, not for the rest of the internet to see uh, before tomorrow. So I'm going to shut up now so we can start this. I am super excited to introduce a clip from the season three premiere of The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please forgive what I'm about to say, but when, uh, when Maggie goes outside and you start to see all the zombies, uh, I heard, I swear to God, I heard a little kid's voice go, oh, <laughs> like right there. Uh, that was uh, hilarious. I wish he had been miked. Um, so that is a never before seen clip from tomorrow night's episode of The Walking Dead. So please help me welcome to the stage Robert Kirkman. Gail Ann Hurd, Andrew Lincoln, Chandler Riggs, Norman Reedus, Danai Gurira, David Morrissey, and Michael Rooker!
I'll settle. Yeah. Over there. So, can, can we just sit here and let them cheer for the next hour? Over the whole, that's the whole panel of just bathing you in their love. That sounded gross. Um, Welcome, you guys. Welcome to New York Comic Con. Uh, this is so, so amazing to have you, have you here. I know there's been a lot of anticipation uh, for, for season three. Well, Take video. This is the best Here's the thing, you guys. I, I don't. Um, I typically don't watch ahead. I watch the day we do Talking Dead. But I've seen the premiere of the episode, and ho honestly, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not saying this because they're up here. There is so much amazing zombie action uh, in the episode that I saw that you're going to see tomorrow night. That you, I am just excited for you to see it. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about like where you, you know, you started the energy from last season and where where it's going? Uh, look, I think everyone would agree after the way we ended the second season of uh, backing off in any way and, and slowing the pace down would have been a mistake. I think uh, this is something that showrunner Glenn Mazzara, uh, you know, feels really strongly about. We kind of hit the ground running. I mean, what you just saw is the first, you know, three, four, I don't know how many minutes of the show. And it just kind of goes from there. And it's just absolutely, you know, nonstop. I mean, all these guys are running around hacking zombies up. And it, 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 we really come back in a big way. And I'm really excited for all you guys to see it. This is, this, is, this is sort of the appetizer, honestly, uh -huh. and, uh, and the main course comes after the credits. Um, by the way, congratulations to Galen Hurd, who just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, for her amazing contribution to film and television. Mr. Lincoln, it's so nice to see you. Um, Very nice to I, see you. This is, it's crazy here in New York, but this is, this is a little bit of a break for you. Like, you get a couple days off. Like, what, so how, how's, it, how, how's the season been so far? Uh, it's been pretty intense this season. Uh, um, just on your first question, you know, I, the props guys, who are the most incredible fans of this show, as is the rest of the crew, on my first day of filming for this episode, they said there are more zombie kills in this episode than in the whole of season one. Oh, wow. So, so just to be specific. But um, filming, I made the fatal error this year of going into the writer's room and saying, uh, what do you think Rick's breaking point is? <laughs> well, that's the worst thing I could have said. Uh, we find out this season, it's been brutal, it's been intense, it's been The Walking Dead, it's been full of love, it's been full of... You know, the character development this season, I think we, because we jump forward in time, um, you meet this group of people and they have evolved beyond all recognition. Certainly this guy here. Yeah. Ch Chandler Riggs is killing it. Killing it in every sense of the word this season. <laughs> 
Chandler, you get to, you get, I mean, I, I think I, it's so satisfying for people in the first episode, especially what happened last year and what, you know, what happened with Dale and how you felt responsible. And so, like, just seeing in the first episode, like, blam, no, no regrets at all. Is Carl turning into an awesome killing machine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh... It's, it's really cool for me to, to play more of a dark character because it's like playing two... Di- what are you doing? <laughs> it's, like, it's like playing two different characters. You know, from season one to season three, you can definitely see the changes, you know, from, from that. And it's, uh, it's, it's really, really so much fun. And I mean, like, like Andy was saying, you know, it, it's just the group has, uh, is, is one now. You know, it's, it's almost a telepathic thing. There was no dialogue in that. As, as you can see. And so it's, uh, it's just, it's really, really cool, you know, because it was just, uh, you get to see this kid, you know, trying to adapt to this world, and he, he's successfully, su- well, sorry, <laughs> successfully done that, you know, and it's, it, it's been tough for him, you know, getting past everything, you know, that, uh, that he's had to go through, and it's, it's just been so much fun. And I, and I get to work with these amazing actors as well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, and it's... And we have, you know, a great writer, Robert Kirkman, and we have an, an amazing producer, Galen Hurd, like that. So it's, it's just awesome to have this amazing it's, show. It's nice this season when someone asks, where's Carl? This time we can say, he's in the house killing zombies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and because, you know, at a certain point, you know, as you, you kind of, as, as, your, as your father has to let you grow up at a certain point, because quite frankly, they need the extra hands shooting at things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like, like you said in a, in a bunch of interviews, you know, it's uh, just seeing the change from this child to boy soldier, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a really cool thing that you, you guys get to see in season three more of it. And it's uh, it's 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 awesome. It really is. This season three, the season three is has to be the best season yet. I think yeah. so. Uh, Norman, LL Cool N, ladies love Cool Norman. Uh, <laughs> you got a you got a standing ovation for getting on a motorcycle for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's a cool motorcycle. But hey, can I do something? Can I do something real quick? Yes, you should. Um, where's Mingus? My son Mingus is here. He's right here. Um, but today's Mingus's birthday. So. Do we have to do it? Can we sing happy we birthday? Have to do it. Yeah. Can we? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mingus. Happy birthday to you. Love you. Mingus is... Happy birthday, dude. Mingus is 13 today. Is that not correct? That's right. Ladies, that means he's a man today. Um, seriously, don't attack him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, what's what's going to happen with Daryl? I mean, what, what what do you see what do you see developing? 
Well, I mean, I think he would do anything to help keep these people alive. But, um, you know, he's been away from, you know, the enforcement of his big brother over there. So, yeah. And, I mean, they're both always looking for each other. but And they love each other in this messed up way. But uh, I think he's, you know, Daryl's, he feels value in, in these people relying on him. And I think this is his new family. And I think he'd do anything to keep them alive. And he's, an, he's, more, he's more sensitive and he's more aggressive at the same time. Well, he's a survivor. I mean, like even kind of growing up in what you assume is his family life in this kind of hostile right. redneck environment, uh, which is, uh, is, goes without saying. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but and then just adapting and sort of survival instincts. I mean, like he's, a, he's, he's a really, he's kind of the, the heart of the group, in a way. Well, it, I mean, I think uh, Rick is sort of becoming the brother that he lost, you know, with yeah. Merle. And um, <laughs> this is so cute. Are you, are you blushing? Are you blushing right now? <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> we have this thing. Uh, he and I look at each other sometimes, and I'll go, "Love you." <laughs> and, and his response is, "Fuck you." <laughs> A lot, and then a lot the of making that out starts. starts. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, everyone was the one, the one of I think the number one question we had in the first two seasons of Walking Dead, and certainly our first season of Talking Dead, is when's Michonne gonna get there? Where who's where is Michonne? Is she is it gonna be this episode? Is it gonna be the next episode? And we announced that uh, you deny Gurira, where the Michonne and. Uh, you kicked so much ass in this episode. Um, what, what has the experience been like for you coming into this like established cast story show? How do you feel? I mean, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you come out, you look at this. I mean, this is like totally the icing on the cake. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the sort of love and joy that you know stepping into the show brings. You know, it's just been it's it's an amazing thing to step into. It's such an excellent product as is. You know, and so getting to be a part of it was really it's kind of been a thrilling thrill ride for me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been having a really, really great time. It's been an intense, brutal joy. So I'm having a blast. I think, um, I think next year you're going to see No, I'm it. not from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. If I move back to New York, that's where I'm moving to. There you go. See, you can... <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes people just shout out the city they're from for no reason. Oh, really? I don't know why. They're... Oh, like I'm... Memphis! Like, ah, that's where I'm from. Harare. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think next year you're gonna see, it's going to freak you out because you're going to start to see more and more Michonne cosplay, uh, you know, because she's, she's such a strong character, and she's another, like Daryl, like just such a survivor, you know? What do you think her path was by the time we see her in the, in, the, in the show? I think she's been through some stuff where, you know, it's really kind of that, I think the moment that people go through when they actually become survivors, right? I think of Michonne as a bit of a thriver, you know, um, get, getting from pre-apocalyptic world to post-apocalyptic world, whatever happens there is something where it's like you, you do or you die. And I think her choice to do it was like very intense, powerful choice that you know allowed her to kind of recreate herself into a, a formidable force in this realm, you know, and one that just is not going down without a fight and is going to figure out how to actually um, make the realm work in her favor or at least, you know, make sure she's, you know, she's ahead of the game. You know, she's always thinking three, four, five steps ahead, you know, and, and that's, that's uh, kind of really thrilling to, to get to step into because it's, um, you know, she's an intense chick. Not just, I, 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 and let me just, I, 
not just uh, Michonne cosplay, but I think you'll see Michonne cosplay with the pets, like dragging the pets behind. What, what, do, you, what, what do you see? Oh, I have a pet! Hey! Peace. Oh. That looks good. Yeah, you're not yeah. supposed to wave your good. arms. It's kind of no not. Arms. You gotta cut off the arms, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's such a fan, he had his lower jaw removed. <laughs> yeah, that too. What do you think the role of the pets is? What do you, what, what, what do you see them as? Uh, I see them as a lot of things. I mean, we'll get we'll get into that as we go through, you know, getting to know Michonne. But I think, you know, me, Danai, like, I think that is so masterful on her part because she, she figures out that, you know, firstly, zombies are the lesser human, the lesser, you know, living form, non-living living form. And she figures out how to use them to her advantage, you know? I mean, like... It's, she's smarter, so I'm going to use them to my advantage. I'm going to take off their jaws, then they can't bite me, take off their arms, and I'm going to make them my pack mules, and I'm going to make them pets I don't even have to pet or feed. So, you know, she's just really smart, you know? It's strategic. So from Danai's perspective, I'm like, that's just really smart, you know? Like, capitalize on them. They're, you make use of them. They're, they're not as smart as you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Morrissey? <laughs> Come see me after. <laughs> Whoa. I'm, I'm warning you, you don't want to say that because that guy will totally take you up on that in such like, a weird I'm way. Like, I'm just like, she said, she told me, she told me, she told me to meet her. Can <laughs> <laughs> we carry your bags? No, please, I'm fine. Um, David Morrissey uh, also is a huge, amazing British actor. The governor is the other character that people were super excited to see. You know, people like a lot of things we heard uh, on the show last season. Michonne, when are we going to get to prison? Uh, and when's the governor showing up? And and you're that guy. So how 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 has it been for you? Do you see the governor as an evil character? Uh, it's an interesting term, evil, isn't it? It's depending on what you want it to be. I mean, I don't know whether anyone says that about themselves. You can say that about about someone. So. I've got to understand the guy. Robert wrote a fantastic book called The Rise of the Governor. And uh, that, that is my starting point for my governor. That's where he comes from. And then when you pick him up in the graphic novel, there's a lot of time between that, The Rise of the Governor story finishing and that story beginning. And we examine the time in between, I think, in, our, in the TV series this season. So, yeah, there's a lot of gaps in time between those two stories. So uh, I'm right in the middle of that, really. He's evil. <laughs> He's not going to come out and say it. Everyone yeah. knows. So what, is, what can you tell us, if anything, about the community that, you, that you're running? He runs uh, a community called Woodbury, and uh, it's a great place if you, <laughs> if you abide by the rules. And, uh, you know, he's a, he, it's a cure. You know, he makes, it's a secure place in a very insecure world, and... That's his big thing. You know, if you want to be in my community, then you have to abide by my rules. If not, then you can get out there and take your chances, really. So, you know, he's, uh, he's a leader that I think some people might recognize. And uh, he's, you know, he's a good guy. I like him. He's great. <laughs> you he sound like a politician. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes. Oh, I'm He might be recognizable to certain people. No, he's, uh, I'm really buzzed about joining the show. I mean, it's just a great, I came to the show as a huge fan. And to work with these people is fantastic. And, and the governor's a great guy to play. But, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting about how he lands out there with you lot. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, hey, Michael Rooker, what's up, dude? Woo. Look at those. Look at the guns on Rooker. Woo. The guys. Who needs rifles when you got those guns? Jeez, come on. 
What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, people love Merle. Hey, guys. Hi, everybody. Why, what is it, you know, is... Because I think a lot of people... Like, if you lived in that world, you'd be like, Merle's a jerk, but people love Merle. <laughs> what do you think it is, the essential quality about Merle? What do you mean? What do you mean you would think Merle's a jerk? Oh, I take it back. <laughs> I think if you lived in that world, you would think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out behind this cat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what, what... Well, you can't say anything about anything, though. So, I can say a lot of stuff. Go ahead, ask me a question. Say, say something that you know you're allowed to say. I'm a tough <laughs> I'm all about love and peace now. I've changed my ways. <laughs> he says with a sneer. <laughs> um, we're we're going to be able to take some questions in a minute, so if you guys want to line up and... Okay, oh, sure. Line up slowly. Yeah. Slowly line up. Hey, whatever, they're kids. You're bigger than they are. Knock them down. <laughs> oh I'll show God. you, kids. I also wanted to... Uh, Glenn Mazzara, who couldn't be here... Did you, do, you mean, do you mean, where's Glenn, Glenn Mazzara, or do you mean, Steve, where's Glenn, Steve Young? There's two ins. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I've got a letter from Glenn Mazzara. How's that? Is that close enough? Okay. Glenn couldn't be here uh, because he's working, so he wrote this note, uh, which I'll try to do with my best Glenn. Dear Walking Dead fans... <laughs> I know it's been a long summer, but the wait is finally over. Thank you so much for your patience and dedication. You are really the greatest fans in the world. We're so excited to bring you a new season packed with thrills, chills, and zombies. Lots of zombies. I hope you love it as much as we love making it for you. Glenn Mazzara. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Chris. I love hey, your Aaron Paul, Charlie Day quality that you have about you. Um, <laughs> where's T-Dog? He, he was up there. You can't just make someone president by shouting out their name. <laughs> if only. All right, he's president now. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's start over here, and we'll get through as many of these questions as we can, because I'm sure I know you guys uh, waited a long time. Hey, dude, what's your name? Justin. What is your question, sir? Um, it's basically for everyone. Um, will there be the raid at the prison, like in the comic, and we'll we like- We can't answer that. <laughs> and will all the crazy stuff happen? There, I, I can say there will definitely be a lot of crazy stuff that happens. Uh, I can't say specifically which crazy stuff will happen, but uh, a lot of it. Yeah, so, I, let me put it this way. I don't think you're gonna be disappointed in any way. Also, you shouldn't be watching this show. <laughs> I read the comics too. I, that horrifies me, I tell you. I'm going to clean those comics up just for you. Are, you. are you a lot older than you look? Yes. Okay, Okay. wait. Let's take it. How old are you? Twelve. Okay, you look right. twelve. Yeah. What are you talking about? I read them when I was ten. Oh, wow. I, I read the comics when... Uh, I, I don't even know what to say wait, to that. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, when I was ten. Yeah. What, what is your uh, question, sir? Um, my, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wait, turn the middle microphone on. Oh, there we go. Oh, my question is for Chandler. Um, like, since Sophia died in season two, would you like another kid or, say, a girlfriend? 
That was the, that was the creepiest and most logical question that I think a lot of us were thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm trying to say this without spoiling anything. It, there's uh, Beth. She's I. Uh, Beth is 17, and Carl is 13. <coughs> Might see a little bit of that. <laughs> Maybe. A little bit of that. Son. Yeah. Hi. Dude. Maybe. That was. Do you know how creepy that question would have been if you were like 30 years old? That would have been so creepy. I'm so glad you're like 10. <laughs> hey, so uh, now that Sophia's not in the picture, uh, what's going to happen? Where's Carl? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, what's happening? Hey, I'm apparently out of the age demo for this show, it seems, all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, my question's for Rob and Gail. Um, I really like the web series that you guys release between seasons. Um, I was just curious, if, if you end up doing a third one, have there been discussions about doing a story that's maybe running concurrently with what's happening on the series, like it would be released as the season's airing? I, I think that because those are, uh, those are produced separately, we try, try to keep those as, their, as you know, separate vignettes, something that teases the world and gets people excited about the return of The Walking Dead, but doesn't necessarily you know, steal story from the, the actual show. And, and we like that those are their own separate thing, and we think they've turned out pretty cool. So we really yeah. like them. Yeah, and all credit to, uh, to Greg Nicotero for the... Uh, for he won an Emmy for writing yeah, the, uh, the webisodes, and uh, not only has he directed them, but he's directed three episodes this season of yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, then also, the comics and the television show are on completely separate production paths as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the comic runs, you know, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, no, sorry. There's a and, comic. And you should all buy it. He's got a, he's, Greg's got a full-time job on the, on the show. Yeah. He has to do that in the off-season. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, let's... Oh, even younger children. <laughs> Is there a toddler or a fetus who has a question for the show that they should be watching? <laughs> My question is for, like, the actors, I guess. Sure. If you yeah, had let's a call them second actors. choice of a weapon, what would it be? If you could what? Have a second choice as your favorite weapon. Oh, okay. Flamethrower. Thank you very much. Are you British? Uh, maybe the Lancer for any Gears of War fans out there. All right. I wish I knew what Here. that meant. The Lancer is, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's a machine gun with a chainsaw on the bottom. Every machine gun. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, He's been doing this all season to me. <laughs> what about you, Norm? Norman? Norman, love you! <laughs> there we go. Wow. Uh, you totally have a shot with that girl. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Bazooka, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> something, something loud. I don't know. Something loud? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, 
you know, you're asking, you're asking deny the weapon of choice. Wrong panel. Chief. Wrong panel. Maybe Lucy Liu or something like that. <laughs> deny, you have the perfect weapon in my, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I just can't think of a better one, honestly. It's just like more katana. katana. Maybe a second of backup to katana. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, I'd have him. That's what I'd have. <laughs> yeah, I'd have him I to do it my own fun. brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck Norris would be an amazing weapon Chuck to have. Chuck Norris. Yeah, good. <laughs> Just for the fun value. Yeah, that'd be great. What do you think? What do you think, Roger? Well, about what? What weapon do you want? Oh, you're it. You're the weapon, too. Here, yeah. So. yeah by, the time, by the time it gets to me, I've already forgotten what the question was. <laughs> well, uh, if I wanted another, uh, another weapon b- besides myself? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I always thought uh, that uh, I could have a, a, an apparatus that goes on the, uh, the arm that was uh, sort of like, you know what, you know how the World War II bazookas were, you know, you put on your shoulder? Uh-huh. Yeah, just a little bazooka that, you know. But, Throw some never mind. <laughs> never mind. Bazookas, uh, yeah, no, no, you're, you guys are too young for bazookas. <laughs> how about a uh, rocket launcher? Yeah, there Wait, we go. Who's, who's too young for bazookas? Like, yeah. uh, you kids don't know about bazookas. Damn you don't kids. Know, come on, kid. Do you know what a bazooka is? In my day. Yeah. Right on. All Get right. off my lawn. <laughs> what, what's, your, uh, what's your question? Hi. So this one's for Andrew. Um, I'm actually here with my mom today, and she's a super dedicated fan. She actually has a giant Walking Dead tattoo that goes all the way around her leg. And she oh. just wanted to know your opinion on it, if you wanted to see it and stuff. It's right here. Where, where, You're where? in it. It's on the leg. It's right here, yeah. Okay, she I'm has gonna... to stand up. She's nervous. Just, just but... in case my wife is on the internet, I'm just going to say, it was, it's on her leg. Maintain control. (laughs) Oh my God, put your pants back on, (laughs) ma'am. Oh, I can't believe what's happening right now that none of you can see. Uh, I don't even want to see it if I'm not on it. Never. in all my years of Comic-Con have I seen such a display. Actually, from our point of view, it does look weird. (laughs) What a cheap way to get a cop of a feel. Come on. I I think that girl may win Daughter of the Year. I think so. With that classic pickup line, my mom's got your face on her leg. <laughs> that is a first. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I'm Top that. <laughs> um, I just need to say quickly, Norman, your eyes are beautiful. <laughs> Norman, your eyes are beautiful. Yes, I'm saying that. He Norman, knows. your eyes are beautiful. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> no. Look just like your older brothers. <laughs> um, my question is, I guess for Robert, did you ever expect 
for like Daryl's character, since he's not from like the comics, did you ever expect him to become such like an icon for the show? Because he's so big in love. Well, I, I, because he's not in the comics, I, I actually dislike him and don't pay attention to him whenever he's on screen. So I agree. I, on, I don't know anything about Daryl Dixon, but uh, um, no, no, it's actually uh, you know working on the comic and working on the show, uh, you know, working on you know writing for Daryl Dixon and Merle Dixon and some of the characters that don't appear in the comic are kind of the most fun for me. I really like getting in there and you know it's doing something new and the fact that the show has these new elements added in, I think, is really awesome and it makes the show that much cooler. And they definitely add quite a bit. Thank Excellent. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm totally not kidding. An even younger girl has taken. That's amazing. What is your What is your question, madam? Mine is for Chandler Riggs. Of course. <laughs> now that Sophie is out of the picture. <laughs> Would you marry me? <laughs> when um you saw Shane as a walker, did you want to kill him? Whoa. That's a badass question. <laughs> well, uh, that night, it was cold. It was, it was about, what was it? Like 19 20, degrees. 19 degrees, yeah. It was, it was freezing, you know, and it was... I, I, I can't really say if I wanted to kill him or not. I'm, I'm trying to think, so... Let me think. Well, I mean... Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. well... <laughs> I, I thought he got bitten. I mean, I didn't... He slept with mom. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. Ultimate spoiler alert. Oh, oh. That's cold. There's some hurt feelings. That's cold. There's some hurt feelings. Listen. Man. Listen, I can't Rick, believe you said that. Did I just say that? We have social Did I say services. That? Yes. I'm so sorry. Replay that. Thank you. Forgive me. Rick's still processing a lot of those feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she slept with your mom. That's classic. Uh, uh, but you didn't know. I mean, like, this guy is basically your uncle. Yeah, I mean, he's... Okay, so, I mean, I, I guess I wanted to shoot him. You know, by then I realized that I, I couldn't, you know, live, still live in this world without, you know turning into a man, I guess, yeah. you know, but I mean, <laughs> what, but, oh, oh, wait, I have an awesome question, I have yeah. an awesome question, if Rick got bitten, would you shoot him, yes, whoa, no hesitation, <laughs> no hesitation, yeah. right, yeah, man, that's uh, fine, that's you gotta do, do you, that's my boy, well, would thank you, you, thank you for your, <laughs> would you, I mean, would you want to suffer, what? would you want to suffer a, a horrible death of being That's a bitten? very good qu Thank you. It's a, yeah, a mercy killing. <laughs> it is a mercy killing. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is your question? Hi, my question's for Norman. I just wanted to know why you think Daryl spent so much time and effort looking for Sophia in season two. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a, there's a backstory of uh, Daryl being an abused kid and being left uh, on his own. And I think, you know, in this circumstance, he's trying to figure out who he is, sort of for the first time. And I think he felt if he could clear that up, he could clear some things up in himself. So I think it became very important. And, and also, uh, Melissa's character, Carol, they're both, they sort of gravitate towards each other because they're both damaged people. 
So I think there was a kindred friendship there that he tried uh, extra hard to, to keep. Does that make sense? Doesn't it feel, I feel like, and I'm not, I haven't seen anything that would suggest this, but it just feels like there is a chemistry brewing between the two of you. Well, you Darryl know, Carol. I mean, you know, I, I just think that Daryl has no game at all. <laughs> you know, I think if, if, if there's going to be a kiss or something, I think he's, someone's going to make the move on him and he's going to be like, ah, you know. <laughs> I, I don't want him to, you know, rip his shirt off and, you know, push somebody up against a tree. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Come on. I mean, it's got to, like, you know, Gail was talking about it earlier. It's, it's got to evolve to that. I think if it's, if it's before it's ready, then, you know, he's just going to cry. Come on. You know what I'm saying? It's love, man. It's not an owl you can shoot. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I just can't see him cuddling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not yet, you know? So. All right. What is your question, ma'am? Um, my name is Priscilla, and uh, my question is, Will we ever know what actually happened to Sophia? Oh. Yeah, uh, she died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did she turn into a zombie? A like zombie that? bit her. Uh, <laughs> like, how? In I the mean... woods. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, really and then she hard. was put in a barn. Um, oh, I mean, honestly, all joking aside, you know, most of the story is there. And, you know, as a writer, you know, we try to, you know, put events, you know, in front of you. And, and we like that there is some interpretation left, you know, that you can imagine, like, how long was she in the woods? You know, what, how long did it take for Otis to find her? Uh, you know, how did Otis get her into the barn without anyone else knowing that she was there? And, you know, there are little things that, you know, uh, are just kind of fun little bits of information out there that, you know, you can kind of imagine for yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Yes. Hi, my name is Noor, and this is a question for all of you. Let's just say the zombie apocalypse happened tomorrow. What would be the first thing you guys do? Get away from this building and all these people. <laughs> this would be the worst place to, like, seriously, like one person domino effect. Like, it's 100,000 New Yorkers. Well, I mean, and plus, it's like people are here dressed up in zombie costumes. Yeah. So you wouldn't know who is... That would be the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's a minefield. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him. We don't have a gun. We don't bring our guns with us. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what do you... What, what, David Morrissey, since you're new, like, what, what, is, what is your zombie a plan? What is your yeah, zombie I'd, I'd just head straight for Woodbury. That's where you want to go. That's uh, <laughs> zombie-free zone. Oh, you know, you just get in there. You know, our taxes are good. You know, <laughs> when it comes in, we've got a very good plan for the future. You know, it's uh, you want to come with. Uh, you want to come to me. Yeah? You want to come and live with. Uh, come and live in my place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, I, I think I definitely clear on a dodge, <laughs> for sure. What is, your, uh, what is your name, sir? Hello, my name's William. I had a question for Norman. What is it like to have your uh, brother back on set? And Do you think it's going to change your character back to maybe being a little more unlikable? A little more what? Unlikable. Well, I, I mean... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> you mean more unlikable than he already is? I mean, the poor guy... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, he's uh, going to revert back a little bit to uh, the little brother. But, uh, 
I, if I, I keep saying he's kind of like your drunk uncle you take to a Christmas party. You know, like, <laughs> shut up, dude, shut up, you know? Um, but it, yeah, there'll be a little bit of that for sure. And that gets tested quite a bit in season three. And you're great, Michael Roger. Don't take no offense. He's the best. I, yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> right on, my friend. Right on. <laughs> yes, your question. Hi, my name is Alexandria. And, <laughs> and uh, this is a question from an actor to the actors, so for the whole cast. Um, I was wondering, what was your process with your character analyzation and within the v development of your character from the first season to the new season? Obviously, Carl has changed so much in the books, and I'm just wondering how everyone has exactly changed and what was your process within getting into that character? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that really attracted me to, to play Rick is the fact that, and I think Robert says it very eloquently, is it's about change. These characters, you change. If you don't change, you die. If you don't adapt into this world, you die. And for an actor, starting at a place where a man wakes up in a hospital and has no clue what the world is now, and discovering it, the first season felt very much like uh, a linear, sort of, this is the new world now, and people were processing that. The second season was very much, for me, uh, a, a, you know, a struggle for leadership. And this season, the show opens up, and um, you have a clash of, uh, you know, two, two camps and two men and two ideologies. So, the, you know, and it's one of the most exciting things, I think, in the novel, you know, in the book as well, is the fact that you get, it see, the, the zombies sort of become less of a threat than the actual human threat. And, um, and certainly, I think that I'm, you know, I'm going to the dark side this season. And, it, and yeah. it's been for me. Rick Tatership! Yeah, I've, I've, I've been waiting to do this. Uh, I, I go crazy, and uh, I'm still kind of there. So um, I'm having. I love you! Uh, oh, you still love me crazy? Have you got a tattoo? <laughs> How much do you love me? Uh oh. That's a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, Rick really did, like, the, the time for being sensitive, like, it just, he just broke a little bit at the end of, like, okay, sit down and shut up, basically. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Love doing that. All this whining, you know what I mean? It's a zombie apocalypse, you know. Well, I think what's really great, though, is on a lot of shows, no matter how long they run, the, the characters tend to just like, well, these are the characters and you kind of know how they're going to react in this situation, but you know, particularly because the environment is as hostile as it is, you have a storyline where the characters are constantly evolving. I think that's right. I think that the, you know, it's terrible when we lose characters like John Bernthal, you know, Shane, what, a, what, an, amazing, what an amazing actor. And, it, yeah, man. and Jeff DeMunn, you know, and Andy Rothenberg. You know, Jeff DeMunn's in the house. What's up? Hey, there he is. Oh, stand Check in the line. That's amazing. My question is, that's is Dale going to come back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, it, but it is, I, I, you know, I think it's true. It will be the enduring strength of the show is that we can kind of reinvent ourselves. You know, people kill off and then the d group dynamic changes and the show changes. And it's, it's a terrible loss when you lose great friends. And, you know, I stab them in the chest and my son shoots them in the head. Well, the legs done. But, you know, I, I, I mean, 
I love the fact that it keeps evolving, <laughs> keeps moving on. And I think that, you know, um, yeah, long it's just about honoring the story, the story that Robert wrote, you know, and just telling that story and keeping it true and real, you know? Excellent. Yeah, and I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's hard changing from just, uh, I mean, we all sat down in, in, in your house and we talked about the past, however long it was, you know. And it, it, it was just, we were thinking about, about how we would be able to do this, you know. I mean, some of the scenes in season three, I, I mean, I read the script and I, I didn't know if I'd be able to do it, you know. And I mean, it was, it was really, some of these scenes are really, really hard to film. And uh, I, I just didn't know how, how it would work out and how I would be able to do this. And he so, nailed it, by the way. Every single scene. <laughs> It's funny, I, you know... Oh, and by the way, I hate your shirt. Oh, come on! <laughs> what does it say? You secretly love it. You know you do. You know you I do. I actually have, I, I have a shirt like that that someone gave, me, gave to me at a convention. It was, it's, uh, where, it's a Where's Carl shirt, so... Oh, well, that kind of... I've actually wore it too, so... Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what is your name, sir? <laughs> Microphone. Okay, no more questions from that line. <laughs> you want to go to a shout it while they fix that? Sure. Just yell it. Just yell it. Everyone, shut up! Shutting up. Uh huh. You're not letting him talk. <laughs> That's it. Question for David. Yeah. Not an easy job. His question was, do you think you've succeeded in playing the same twisted governor we've come to know and love? Yeah, I think you're going to have to wait and see. I mean, I think, you know, they, we've got 16 episodes coming out, so starting tomorrow, and I think that's the, the development of the, the governor. You're going to have to see it. It is different from the governor in the, in the uh, comic books, but it's no less uh, out there. It's just different, I think. But I think it, it's very out there. I mean, it's quite, uh, you know, you're going to have to wait and see. I think with all these characters, when you equate them to the comic book, there's a sense that you're waiting for those scenes, waiting for that whatever, you know, the, the adventures that they go through. But, um, you know, we're, we're trying to deliver different things as well. So you're going to, it's quite, um, without giving anything away, it's, quite, it's in the spirit of him, definitely in the spirit of him. <laughs> but also, I mean, you kind of got to trust, you know, you, you, you trust Kirkman and you trust, you trust the creative team and you know that they're not going to bring a character on that's just like, mur, mur, you know, like they're going to raise the stakes every, every season with each new character. So I would guess that it's probably going to exceed your expectations. That's my guess. Um, There's a lot of dark stuff on the horizon. Just, uh, uh, you know, be on the lookout. He's, he's not going to be uh, painting portraits and skipping down the streets of Woodbury. There's, uh, there's a lot of heavy stuff ahead. Although I did want that. <laughs> All right, I think uh, just uh, time for maybe one or two more questions. Um, yes, sir. Oh. I know, I know. We should be here for five hours. Uh, uh, what, is your, uh, what is your question, sir? Well, I have the Dish Network. and um... <laughs> Well, 
you probably should have the place where the show is. What's your question? Why, why it's not on anymore? Why is it? What? Why are all of our mics off now? He wants to know why it's not on Dish Network. That is has nothing to do with us. Oh, not on Dish Network? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a. That's a. I think that's above all of our pay grades. But uh, yeah. Are we booing Dish? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I. If it were. Screw Dish. <laughs> yeah. Page one, Hollywood Reporter. Robert Kirkman says. Extra, extra. Listen, if it were me and I loved a thing that was not available on another thing, I would probably change the thing. Uh, that's what I would do rather than waiting for everything to just fall into my lap. Um, what is your uh, question? Hi, guys. Um, my name is Sonia, and I'm from Queens, New York. And... And I have a question for Mr. Lincoln or Mr. Kirkman, either one. Um, so with Lori gone in the comic book, I'm assuming this event will take place in the show. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she said gone. I'm That's all sorry. she said. Um, is there a chance that there may be something brewing between um, Rick and Michonne or Rick and Andrea? Like, is there a ch- I know you may not want to tell me that, but... Listen, listen, listen. The... Wait a minute, wait a minute, people. Just say wait, 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 wait. Get her! <laughs> no, don't. They will if you tell them. No. Are, uh, you, are you saying boo or boo earns? Burns. I was saying boo earns. Burn her. <laughs> um, look, uh, you know, there, there are events in the comic book, very big events that may be spoiled, um, that, that do occur. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to happen in the TV show this season or next season or at all. And that's kind of the beauty of the television show. So while that is something that does occur in the comic book, uh, you know, you can all... Thank you. Uh, you can all watch uh, safely knowing that, you know, even if you have seen these events happen in the comic, the television show is going to occur much differently and is going to be uh, completely engaging. I think one more question yeah. that will not inspire rage from the crowd. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, this is a question for all the actors. My name's Dave. Uh, uh, big fan of the show. Um, has anyone ever been injured on set while taking out a walker? While taking one? Take it uh, no, no, no one gets injured on this set. Or what was the most serious injury, I guess? Yeah, I mean, uh, we all are injured all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's very safe. What are you doing? <laughs> it's very safe. We, Nobody gets hurt. Uh, we we treat our actors a, well. I broke a nail last week. <laughs> But, I mean, it's, it's a tough set. It's a tough set. It's yeah. tough set. I mean, that's that's the show we're doing. We couldn't do this on a soundstage in Burbank. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, we do it for real, and we all get hurt, and we pick ourselves back up, and slam another coffee, and do it again. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I really, and I think you do, but I really, I really, I went down and visited the set, and I really want you to understand the kinds of. I mean, that's, I mean they're literally like in the dead heat of the Atlanta summer. Uh, carrying weapons and fighting and melees, like it is, it is an intense. And you guys, you work like six days a week. I mean, it's it's insane. So I really hope you appreciate what they go through to make this show for you guys, because it's really intense. I'll just say, I mean, um, and just before I'll, I'll we wrap just it up, say, I'll just say really quickly, um, you know, because like 
Michelle, Michelle's a very active chick, and so, you know, it was like, you know, stepping into her act- activity and her dexterity was like a little scary, but what's awesome is that, yeah, I've, you know, had my little, you know, issues with falling and whatever, and, you know, went to a chiropractor, he said, yeah, your hip bone's facing this way, your coccyx is facing that way, what the heck? But, you know, he just click, click, and I was fine. But, you know... She said um, coccyx. <laughs> Tailbone. Yeah, he doesn't have much game either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing. He really does. He has a lot, actually. One to watch out for. But um, it's it's been... um, it's been, um, it's, it's really fun. I mean, when I go home and I'm like worn out, my body's aching, I feel like, you know, I, I, I earned my check. You know what I mean? So I kind of, I love that. I love the rough and tumble. Also, the, the guys who play as the walkers, they're throwing themselves around yeah, all over the place. Yeah. I mean, the conditions they work in is just unbelievable. You know, I, uh, we can't complain for the heat and everything else that we do. Those guys are just out there. They're fantastic. Everybody who comes in and plays those parts, they're wonderful. You know what? I do a lot of physical stuff on a lot of shows that I've done. And um, this, <laughs> I, I, this show is, is just beautifully brutal. <laughs> so uh, before, we, before we wrap it up, oh, first of all, I do want to say um, Talking Dead comes back tomorrow night, too. I'm actually leaving here and going to the airport. Oh, my God, thank you. I love you so much. I think the way it's going to work is uh, Walking Dead episode, Walking Dead episode, repeat uh, of, the, of that episode, and then Talking Dead. So uh, I think that's how it's going to work I tomorrow. I love you! I, don't, I love you! I, I love you! Um, but uh, Gail, you wanted to say something before yeah. we wrapped it up. You know what? All of us on the panel here are so lucky to be here with all of you. But uh, we are one big family, and I'd really like you guys to give a shout out to Glenn Mazzara and the entire talented writing team. Our our fantastic directors and our cast who aren't with us here and the crew. So please. Yes, Stephen and Lauren Cohan and Lori Holden and Sarah Wayne Police. Please have a huge hand for uh, Robert Kirkman, Gail Ann Hurd, Andrew Lincoln. Chandler Riggs, Norman Reedus, Danai Guerrera, Dave Lorty, also, uh, also Michael Rooker, and just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, here's what we're gonna do, I'm gonna, we're gonna let the cast go, and then we're gonna end the panel by showing you once again, because it's so awesome, and you need to see it on big screen, uh, the trailer for season three, um, so, watch The Walking Dead tomorrow night, I'm headed back to LA, and, uh, I will see you guys, Comic Con 2012!